John Boy Media has a new teammate. It's iHeart Podcasts. What does it mean? John Boy Media shows can now be found over at the Dan Patrick Show. That's right. How cool is that? Wake and Jake and Jimmy's three things have joined the iHeart Podcast and Dan Patrick Show family. And the best part, they'll still continue to be the same shows you know and love. If you couldn't tell, we're excited about this one. And thank you guys for listening. Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball. The Diamondbacks are going to the World Series just as everyone predicted. Another cookie cutter matchup. Let's talk all about Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball. Thank you very much for joining us today. If you're watching on YouTube, we're at 98,000 subscribers. We want to get to 100 before the World Series ends. So if you've been enjoying and watching and with us on this journey, hit subscribe. That helps a ton. This episode is brought to you by SeatGeek. Code JOHNBOY postseason gets you 10% off any tickets. Head on to the Southwest, Dallas, Arizona. We got a World Series going on. Phillies out, Diamondbacks in, code John Boy postseason. Going to get you 10% off if you use it at SeatGeek app or SeatGeek website for tickets to the baseball game or any sporting event or any event that you want to go to. Thanks for Seat. Thank you to SeatGeek for sponsoring and giving that discount to you guys, not just as a one-time use, but whenever you want to use it, you can use it 10% off code John Boy postseason. Jake, your D-backs. Playing for rings in the desert. We never I'm faltered. Unbelievable. We never faltered, did we? Um, it's unreal. I mean, it. It's every part of it's unreal. Tre- you got Trevor Plouffe looking up their final seventy regular season games where they're under five hundred. You've got um, a division like I. We're not doing the whole sing song because we got one more series to win, but like. Dodgers, Padres, remember what they were supposed to be this year? Um, and then the Snakes leak into the playoffs, and oh, well, you know, the, maybe it's the Brewers' year, right? Oh, oh, it's the Dodgers, there's Big Brother. And then down 2-0 to the Phillies, and then back to Philadelphia. It's unreal. I, I mean, again, I'm lucky enough that I'm a, an adopted Snake son, that I wasn't feeling all the emotion. Dalton Phillip was in a bad place tonight. I had to, I had to be an adult. I he he tried to drink a C four in the middle of the game, and I said I literally had to stop him. I, I was like, "No, that. dude! Like you're not in a good place. You can't have an energy drink right now." That was like my first adult moment of my life. What? Um. Wow. And that's pretty crazy. He was hyped anyway. That means the snakes are going to the World Series. I uh, I can't wait to yuck it up with you, Trev. You you're guffawed right now. I, I I'm in I'm all over the place mentally. Hand up, hand up. I wanted the Phillies to go to the World Series. I thought Phillies Rangers would be an incredible matchup. Um, but it doesn't matter what I wanted, bro. Your snakes are doing it. You mat- you made your first mature decision tonight. The snakes are going to the World Series. The simulation has spoken. I can't believe it. I'm happy for so many people. I really am. Like. Both these teams that are going to the World Series lost 100 games two years ago. Like, to, to be a fan base and have to deal with that, and then all of a sudden in, you're in the World Series is incredible. There's so many guys on that team that you just – the snakes I'm talking about. 
that you feel awesome for, dude. Really, really awesome for. And and the stakes have been really nice to us, mostly because of you, man. Like I don't even know what to say right now. I'm 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 actually shocked. I really, really am shocked that we're sitting here talking. The Diamondbacks just bested the Phillies in seven games, winning two at the end in Philadelphia to go to the World Series. It's amazing. It's an amazing story, man. Well, our account talking baseball just uh, retweeted that in Mar on March 29th, I predicted the Diamondbacks to lose in the World Series. So I was all over this one. There Hello. you go. They also just tweeted the the TPP rankings by no. our audience, and our audience did not have either of these teams in the top half. That makes me feel better because we don't need to go back and start, uh, you know, getting old takes from <laughs> me earlier in the season. We don't need that. Don't need that at Those all. Those are gone. Hey, as for the game, and I, I, I think you're going to disagree with me, and I'm not trying to like rain on any parade. It was a pretty benign game seven. Like there was no huge inning. Um, the best inning was the the Ginkle inning in the eighth, but none of the offensive like explosions happened and felt like that's it. That's the fucking thing. They just played D back ball and kept the pedal like down but not uncontrollably down and just ran. They stole six bases or I mean, yesterday and today they stole six bases. They went still four today, four today, four yesterday. Eight. Yes. So, and they did it all early. Like they got two in the two in the first and the, uh, one, two run inning. Um, when they punched back right after the Phillies took the lead uh, to punch back, that was kind of cool. But it was also early. You were waiting for like some big moments at the end, and it was a combination of uh, Ginkle looking crazy, and the Phillies looking a little, a little out of sorts. Like some of the Sal Frank at bats, he's nasty, but like they, their whole thing was not, you know, expanding the zone on breaking pitches and stuff. And they kind of, you saw the D backs play D back ball, and you saw the Phillies go away from what makes them so good. And it just kind of happened. Like it was like, oh shit, that was an easy, easy-ish close game for the D-backs. Let's talk about it. Oh, burn! Fuck. Sorry, you're Jake. all right. You're all right. It's a big night, baby. My bad. You're hot. That's I hard. love it. I want more of it because it's Game Seven in Philadelphia. The two best words in hockey. Ranger Luis Suarez goal would give the Phils enough to send them back to the Fall Classic. Meanwhile, the Snakes were hoping to party like the St. Lunatics as Brandon was trying to get so far in here. Ah. Oh, Christian Skywalker gets sawed off but scores a run in the first. It's one nothing Snakes, but we're having a moment. Alec ties it up. Bottom four, screw fought in here. It's Stott in here. Bryson with the RBI double. It's two to one, Phils. Would that be enough? So I march down to Carol in HR and I say, Carol, Carol, Corbin with the RBI single. More Gabby Moreno, RBI hit. They take the 3-2 lead, make it four as Corbin sacrifices himself for the team again. And can we... Finally talk some snakes bullpen like your parents' bedroom on their anniversary. It's getting ginky in there. The snakes 
Fott to Mantiply to Thompson to Salfrank to Ginkle to Seawald. What fortitude by the Arizona Diamondbacks as they head to the World Series and they take down the Phillies in Game 7, 4-2. I mean, that is how you know it's a simulation because the Snakes went to the four World to two? Series. 4-2? Come on. 4-2. to two. I can't. I can't right now. I feel like the CIA is gonna bust down my door and like you figured the simulation out. You're you're gone. I felt four dumb to two. for not betting four to two final score after the that game. That is, I was you, like, I'm an idiot. Dude, that. I don't know, man. I agree, James. You got on a little tangent there about the chasing and the D backs playing their ball, and you're right, man. Uh, Fought had him chasing. Sal Frank had him chasing. Ginkle had him chasing. Seabold had him chasing. They were expanding the zone, but they just weren't seeing the ball well. And this is a team. This is it. That's it. That's their MO. They crush baseballs. That's what they do. And as an offense, sometimes you go and sometimes you don't. The top of the lineup for them did not go. It did not go. Trey Turner looked lost up there. I felt really, really bad for him. Boom gets his. Uh, you know, he... He, got, he walked, he ambushed that one. After he ambushed, I, I sent a text to our group chat saying, like, these guys are, they can't see Fah. Like, they're not doing well against him. And um, then Boehm hits the homer. But that was an ambush. He just ambushed the pitch. After that, he settled down, got right back through it. I mean, he looked nasty and was able to give them just enough length where they can kind of deploy the guys they wanted to to deploy, deploy. And I don't know, man, it was, uh, you, they, they did, they got back to playing snakes ball. Like Carol actually stole bases. He took off. He got picked off when he took off, but he was safe. And then he stole again. And like, that was it. They bunted. They had some sack flies. Like it, it did feel like diamondbacks baseball. Technically three goes, because the one was a hit and run, or it yeah. turned into a hit and run. He went first to third, yeah, like that. Line like drive, the yeah. cameras can't even. So technically, he turned and and went three times. And in the first six games, I think we had zero of those. We did. Yeah, they had one by, by Corbin Carroll. They so had one, that was nice to see. one stolen base through five games in this series, and it was the Lourdes Gurriel stolen base that helped them win. Game three, the whole thing was bizarre for a little bit. Like, the camera angle where they show the pitcher and the runner started becoming obnoxious. It was like, what? <laughs> no, I don't, those guys aren't coming. And then they came the last two games in Philadelphia. Two games to win in Philadelphia. Um, unreal. Unreal. And, yeah, that's, um, I guess, I, Jim, I'm trying to think because I – this game was short a moment. I agree with you on that. But we did get three lead changes early. Um, I think there's a discussion around should they have gone to Nola earlier? Like, if you're going to use him, should you have used him in the Monty role? I was next to Dalton this whole game, who was panting like a dog. So this felt like a Game 7 intensity with some flip-flops early. Um, and then you even you get that one, uh, one rally that's built on the Sal Frank uh, walks, um, and that gets taken care of. Where you have Bryce Harper up with a chance to, to take the lead that I... I thought this was a good game seven. I, I I do think there was a moment short if we're trying to sell it to the future of baseball. But the reason why it fell a moment short was because of the Snakes' bullpen. They, they've been incredible. 
Yeah, they've been awesome. I needed I just needed a, a Philly like base runner in the eighth or the ninth. Not against like, I would have got to the edge not of against my Ginkle seat, and Seawald. You but they were it. just nasty. Uh they were nasty. It was kind of crazy. The one thing they said that Ranger Suarez, their plan, a topper leaked it to the media by accident, said yeah. we're gonna take him out. Uh one time in, through. In no yeah, with Carroll second at bat. Is that what they said? Mm-hmm. And then they didn't do that. Did no, Carroll see him three times? Yeah, he threw four and two thirds. So yeah, they, yeah. they catch so, him. Yeah. And like the third Corbin Carroll at bat is having a nice game. He's he's beating you in many ways. Uh you have the lead. There's a runner on second. Corbin Carroll's up. And there's two outs. Why are you not making a pitching change? That you literally supposedly you leaked to the media that that's when you were going to make the change the first time you the second at bat that Corbin Carroll. Well, okay. Well now he's coming up for a third time, which everybody fucking fears and the tying runs on second base and there's one out to go. So why don't you just bring in your dude to go get the lefty and do like baseball. It's not even that new age. So I was a little surprised. And then, and then they score the tying run and then, then they make the pitching change and then Carroll scores the go-ahead run. So if you're, I don't know what Phillies fans are saying right now, but it, I, I would wonder if that decision is being talked about just because kind of a perfect storm. I don't think anyone's going to fight you if you take him out there. I think that would have been a nice lane to bring Wheeler in. I mean, Wheeler's dominant. And so you have him face Carroll, then he gets the two righties back to back. I didn't know if maybe he thought Wheeler is late game for me, like almost like a Kimbrough replacement, uh, if you will. Uh, you could have brought Alvarado in at that time, but I mean, Ranger, you kind of trust what he has. I get what you're saying. You 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 can kind of like talk yourself into trusting just because you know what the past has said. But you're right, Carroll had good at bats against him, and I think that was the difference in this game. Is Carroll showed up, like their their guy showed up. He wasn't the only one, but he was the main cog today. And I thought I thought on the flip side that Lavello did a great job getting fought out there at exactly the right time because in that bot- the bottom of the fourth inning, he started to get more middle. The first you know, three innings, um, he was on the peripheral of the strike zone, making guys chase, but you know, Stott has a really good bat against them, him there. Uh, he hangs one of the JT it's in the middle. He gets a knock, and like it just that was the time to get him out. He did it and rode the bullpen the rest of the way. And I want to bring up this about the stolen bases real quick. Like literally the only stat that the Diamondbacks were good in over the year that were was above average was stolen bases. They're second in all of baseball in stolen bases. That's the everything else they're 14th or below in in every stat on the Fangrass roster resource page, except for stolen bases. And then I don't know what happened the rest of the series, Jake. That that's gonna be a, a great question after your snakes win the World Series and you get to talk to Tori Lavello. Ask him what happened the first five games. Well, they do play good defense, too, which that doesn't pop up on fan graphs. And the biggest change, Trev, you talk about this team all the damn time. We're like, Trevor, stop talking about the old Royals teams. Their bullpen yeah. has been the best in baseball in October. Ginkle and Seawald are the best one-two finishers at the end. Ryan Thompson has been an absolute multi-inning freak show. 
Sal Frank is along for the ride. He's the guy getting the group project grade and like, hey, A-plus, right? Because um, you know what? I know he's walked half the batters he faced, but he also didn't give up homers to him. So he's been the lefty that's there for the party. Their bullpen has been incredible. Um, and Tory does get a lot of credit for that because he's pushing the buttons at the right time. That fought situation you brought up, we could have second-guessed that. I mean, they end up loading the bases. Do you pitch to Marsh with a different pitcher? Um, he trusts the rookie in that spot to go at Rojas. And I think one of the conversations in Philadelphia has to be depth because Rojas is at bats becoming, I, I mean, almost comical, like at treating him like, I think he hit in the 300s during the regular season, and it just shows how quickly the postseason can change on you. The fact that his at-bats became non-competitive, you had Perdomo in the nine hole on the other side getting multiple hits, and then the what will end up being, you know, kind of the throwaway line on Philly's Twitter is this lineup that we've talked about, you know, eight guys who are massively dangerous. There's Jake Cave with the season on the line against Paul Seawald. Somehow, some way in playoff series, you see all 26 guys, and uh, their depth at the end of this was not as deep as the Diamondbacks. Yeah, I mean, Singleton got two at-bats in huge moments for the Astros. So, like, the the bench gets used. Uh, on on Torrey, on Lavello, he almost, it, like, like he, it was a good decision to let let Fought uh, stay in, Trev, like you're saying. But it's almost like with Merrill Kelly and with uh, Fought, Torrey, Lavello, and the Diamondbacks, they don't even, they, like, cancel their own brains out with the three times through rule. They're like, no, that's fucking science, guys. So it's over my head. And then, but he will say like, but I'll let him go. Like, you know, if he was bad, I think he'd pull him early and he manages on feel. But up until that point, he he is kind of saying, no, you're out of here. And what have we seen in this, in the CS is the, the two pitchers that both like were cruising and both got to go a third time through Verlander and Monty in that one game, both got like kind of touched up their third time through. So I think he's done a good job there of not getting baited into keeping a dude in. And I think maybe that was what happened with Ranger, especially knowing how much bullpen the Phillies had available to them. It didn't seem necessary. Um, maybe you're thinking your offense is going to score a ton, so it doesn't matter. They're not going to get held up at two, but they got held up at two. They got ginked. I think it's important to talk about, we'll get to Ginkle here, but Bryce Harper did come up with, with chances in, in this game. And he took a couple good swings at the ball, a couple fly outs there, but him and Trey Turner, I love these guys. I think everyone that watches them play loves watching them play. If that makes any sense. Uh, but they didn't get the job done today. They come up in the fifth inning, you know, uh, Schwarber leads off the double. Okay. It's time to answer the D backs. Let's get this. Let's tie this game. Let's get the lead back. Doesn't happen for him. You get Kyle Schwarber double, Trey Turner grounds out to the third baseman. After a bunt, so you, a failed bunt attempt. A failed bunt. So you don't get the runner over. And then Harper flies out. And then Alec Bohm flies out. Then in the, in the um, eighth inning again, nobody, nobody was hitting our guy, Kevin Ginkle. I mean, Sal Frank, I texted our group chat. I'm like, why does anybody ever swing the bat when Sal Frank's on the mound? I know they look appetizing. I get it. But if you went up there and just told yourself, I'm putting the bat on the shoulder, I don't know if he would throw three strikes before he threw four balls. I, I'm not, I'm seriously not sure he could. Um, so they replace him. Ginkle comes in. And, dude, 
gets the job done, stays in there for the eighth, and it's just absolutely filthy. That pitch he's throwing, I said you can't just call it. They call it a slider on MLB.com, but if we're calling a sweeper a sweeper, you can't call that thing a slider. It has the spin of a slider. Like, it's it's rotating this way, so you see the big dot in the middle, but it's just straight vertical. Like, it doesn't do what you think it's going to do, and you saw all the swings they were taking on it. It's just... That guy's he's a monster right now. He kind of comes a little more over the top. It's a swerve ball. It's a new pitch. There's the sweeper last year. This upcoming year is going to be the swerve ball. Um, yeah. Hey, what's going the Ginker, which in, is not a bad name for in it. a in a big game. You mentioned some stars. The first three in the Diamondbacks lineup, they go six for thirteen. The first three in the Phillies lineup, uh, they go one for eleven. So I I don't know. You can break down one game a lot of different ways. That's that's a big one. Trev, have you ever faced Seawald? I don't think so. Yeah, I just Googled it. You haven't. Why can't people hit him? I mean, I see what Ginkle's doing and I get it. I mean, I know it's yeah. the release point and all that, but it's it's kind of crazy. Like that all these nasty pitchers and then Seawald comes in. What did he what did he throw? Did he throw any off speed pitches? Castellanos, 92 four seam, 92 four seam right in the middle of the zone. 92 four seam. Uh Marsh, 92 four seam, 92 four seam, 93 four seam, 93 four seam. Okay, sweeper, ball, a waste pitch, and then 93 four seam. And then Cave got five four seam fastballs, heart of the zone. Like not heart, but you know, in the zone. And then the last was a fly out. It's baseball is a very funny sport in that way. It's awesome that you have these guys that visibly you're like, that's how the fuck do you hit that? And then Seawald comes in. You're like, whoa, how are they struggling with that? It's I think the best way to put it, uh, especially for us three who play a little bit of blitz ball is the the first time like a baseball player comes and tries to play blitz ball, the, all you have to do is throw like a rise ball to him and they can't hit it because the ball is doing something they're not used to it doing. You know, it's the same thing with seawall guys like Joe Ryan that kind of come from this like lower arm slot. It's not like the ball is rising. It's not, it's still coming down. It's still on a down angle, but it's not coming down as much as you're just used to. So it just stays up and you call it ride, call it whatever you want. But that I, I think we talked about this. I don't know if it was a couple episodes ago or whatever. But it's like that perceived depth that just isn't there, and your eyes are just your eyes, your body, your swing is just used to a different plane. And when guys can fuck with that plane, that's why the sweeper became a, a big pitch. That's why the top of the zone became a big pitch is because guys' swings aren't geared for that. It's just they haven't been they've been told to lay off the pitch, or you haven't been able guys never just threw fastballs at the top of the zone. But then you get these low arm angles. They're just seeing everything from the track man and all the data and they're able to manipulate it and you know i love to talk about that but see well that's what it is man it's just it's just perceived depth that isn't there you think if they see him a second time or two days in a row you're able to get more comfy maybe you have to make against a guy like that you have to make a physical adjustment it's not just about like hey like i've seen it now i can tell my body to do it it's like no you have to like make an adjustment with it whether that is your posture, whether that's you know the 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 depth of your of your back elbow, like if I'm not gonna, I'm not going to bring it down into the slot here because that 
my angle there is too steep. So now I have to like kind of keep my elbow up a little bit and maybe lead with the hands and kind of and kind of like flashlight it, knob it to the ball, lower finish. Like there's all these things you can do, but unless you make that physical adjustment, you're just going to keep swinging through it. Good for Paul Seawald. Paul Seawald bet on himself at a certain point in the minor leagues and said I had to start throwing up top instead of this sinker shit low. They can't see it. What you should go see is the DraftKings Sportsbook where you can bet $5 on baseball and you can get $200 instantly in bonus bets. So what are you waiting for? Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code TALKING. New customers can score $200 instantly in bonus bets for betting just $5 on baseball. Only on the DraftKings Sportsbook with code TALKING. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Visit www.1800gambler.net in New York. Call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY in Connecticut. Help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, licensee partner Golden Nugget Lake Charles, 21 plus, ages vary by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. See dkng.co slash baseball for eligibility terms and responsible gaming resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Hell yeah. I think we, we're going to talk more about the Snakes uh, tomorrow. Snakes and Rangers on our World Series preview. I think we should put the Phillies to bed now, lay them to rest. Do we have any final thoughts? What what happens next year? Nola's contract is up. Everybody else is kind of there. They just run you it get back. snaked. I don't know. Run it back. I don't know how you yeah, I mean. Um Castellanos goes 0 for 20 something. Pitchers getting run on. Don't have your backup catcher talk about celebrating in the pool after two games. What? Get a little. Get a little. Like uh, saying shit the Mets too and the Braves. Like you can't. Like, I'm sorry, bro. You can't. If you're not playing, you can't really start saying stuff like that. Yeah. Well, those who do the least talk the loudest, Trev. Einstein said that. I kind of agree with that. Actually, Susan Waldman said that when the Yankees clinched in 2009 and Phil Coke was spraying champagne like crazy or when he won something and he didn't play in the series and he was like screaming and Susan just shit all over him <laughs> in the middle of like reporting, like in the middle of like Yankee celebration. Those who do the least talk the loudest. I was like, whoa. <laughs> Damn. Wasn't even like uh, during the next game in hindsight. No, he was like <laughs> was 10 right feet away. There. Can I tell yeah. you? She watched it happen, said it. Something that felt a little inverse of that that I always think is fun to see after a series. Christian Walker had a really tough series, was in between the whole time. When they were going around doing the everyone shots, like you see Glorious is pumped. Gabby jumps on Seawald's back. Christian Walker had that sigh of relief, man, of like, God Thank God I get to play in another series because if not, right now we'd be talking about him in a in a tough way, kind of a la Castellanos at the end of this series. So I uh, was excited for him to get another shot and uh, go Snakes. They give Philly fans a hell of a ride. A lot of fun memories. Uh, just not going to the World Series. So that's a bummer. Uh, Diamondbacks Rangers. Crazy. MLB changes them all the day games. Pocket. 
The worst thing, I guess, is no Reese Hoskins. We were going to see maybe if he gets put on the roster in the World Series, that would have been like maybe the loudest cheer of the postseason would have been Reese Hoskins like coming to bat in the World Series if they're in Philadelphia. We're missing out on that. So it's Friday, Saturday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, Friday Saturday. Saturday. I think so. Dodging the NFL Thursday and Sunday. Nice job. Don't need it. <laughs> they know their place. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Did you see the the uh for my ratings fans uh, at home, uh, game 7 of the ALCS was the lowest watched game 7 ever besides a uh 2020 game 7. It was during the day, wasn't it? No, nighttime. Or was it, it did, I don't even I don't even think it was did it it might have competed with football. Oh, yeah. yeah, Monday night football. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, competed with Monday Night Football. Yeah. But that's, that's kind of right. wild. I was like, damn. This World Series is for us, for people that like watching good baseball. Yeah. I we'll don't hook in some ratings. casuals next time. Mm-hmm. It's like the lowest right. two-rated CSs uh, for TV ratings in a long time. The Astros-Yankees, four Jesus, games. Bro. I like the ratings. Whatever. Well, who cares? They don't have big fan bases. Hopefully, they make it to the playoffs next year and they're up. To their credit, Rangers fan bases up ninety nine percent for like RSN ratings. So like the Rangers fans grew. They so are a big market. Investments in two big cities. The yeah. future of baseball as yeah. well. Us four and Cole Tucker will be in Arizona watching these games. Mm. Get out there. No. Be. We'll be getting Arizona weather here. Maybe that helps out. Cool. All right, we'll be back uh, tomorrow. We're recording our World Series preview episode. We'll hit the tube early evening. Chick sucks. Cattell Marte. Cattell Marte. MVP. Postseason records. It's cool. 16 games in a row with a hit. One short of the most MLB consecutive hits ever Jake, in the playoffs. Jake, shut up. How By the Derek fuck Jeter. did you make this happen? How the fuck did you make this happen?